0: Hi everybody! Welcome. Appreciate you uh, taking some time to uh, press a little bit deeper into what we talked about Sunday. Um, you know, I was thinking Sunday night after church that uh, the the idea of um, what we do and and um, our efforts and and how we live out our salvation can be a little confusing if we think that. Um, what I do doesn't matter. And and so I was thinking about it in these terms. It, it, it uh, kind of reminded me of the, the St. Clair River float down last month. You know, it wasn't a float up, it was a float down. Could you imagine if they said, hey, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go down to Marysville and start and we're gonna float up the river and we're gonna end in Sarnia or Port Huron. Um, can you imagine what that would look like if you participated in that? it'd probably be fairly exhausting, right? You'd, you'd have to paddle a lot and work really hard and um, try to steer up against the current and press on and on and on. Um, I wouldn't want to be in a kayak in a float up, but I wouldn't have a problem being on a raft in a float down. And, and I, I want to point that out for this reason. When we are in the river of God's grace, we're always moving with the current. Now that doesn't mean that I don't have to kind of steer, and it doesn't mean I don't have to point myself, but the current's doing the work of movement. It's moving me down. And and when we think about what we do, we run a danger of thinking that what God invites us into in as far as what we do and performing um, as Christians, we run a danger of thinking that our job is to go against the current. So God comes along and says, hey, I invite you into salvation, and now you have to do all this work. And, and I hope you saw that Sunday that the point was that when we have that mentality of I have to make something of myself through performance, that it leads us to shame because I can't make anything with my, of myself in my own efforts. And so what I want you to understand is this. Grace is opposed to earning. I can't earn grace, but it's not opposed to effort. And just like if you you did the float down last month, there were times you had to steer a little bit. You had to exert some effort, but you didn't earn the movement. The movement was given to you by the current. The distance that you traveled was a product of the current, not of your efforts so you didn't earn that movement but you did have to exert effort to participate with that current and that's what our spiritual life is like when we think about performance we're not performing to get anything but we're performing to participate with what's been given us the power and the energy that comes by god's grace is what steers us and so as we think about you know what am i doing and what am i going to do we oftentimes have the tendency to go, well, I should stop doing this and start doing that, so i got to try really hard. And yeah, i got to exert effort, but the result of me overcoming these things is not a product of my earning that through effort. It's a product of participating. And so I wanted to kind of press a little deeper into Philippians 2 here in verse 12. Listen to this. So then, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, But now, much more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. So that sounds like what Paul's saying is, you got to press this salvation out of yourself. And then he tells you why. For it is God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So as we talk about performing, as we talk about doing, as we talk about living out our salvation, we have to realize that what we're talking about is participating with God who is at work in us to live out, to work out that salvation. And think of it as working out, not in working out my salvation so that I have it, but working out my salvation. Pressing it outward living it outward so that it impacts others and glorifies God. Oftentimes, we can, and particularly in the church, we can get stuck in this idea that I should be doing more, that I want to do more. I want to be seen a certain way. I want to act in certain ways. I want to do these godly Christian things, and I want to do them greatly. But the reality is that God calls us to a place, and then he's at work in us, and he equips us to do the work in that place. And so it's not a matter of earning the right to do greater things for God, it's simply the matter of participating with him, exerting our effort like we do in a, a, a river to, to participate with that current, to make sure I don't run aground, that's my job. But the current's always moving. And, and so if you think about it, the rest and the peace that comes as we live out of our Christian lives is actually a product of participating with the current, not feeling as though we have to be the one that generates the movement. Our job is to become comfortable where God has placed us, to do what he's called us to do in that moment. And simply put, the things that we do in our Christian life simply just need to be about glorifying God and benefiting others. And so whatever it is we do, we do it for that purpose that I can bring God glory in this moment and I can benefit others. It's it's not about greatness, it's not about making much of ourselves through our efforts. That's one of the dangers in the church. Oftentimes we look at other people who do great things for God and think, why can't I be more like them? Or why can't I be more like this person who has done these great things? You know, it, it, it starts for a lot of us when we read the, the Bible for the first time, we get into the epistles and we man, I just wanna be like Paul. Well, here's the thing. God hasn't called you to be Paul. He's called you to be you. And he's not going to ask you one day in heaven and go, geez, why weren't you more like Paul? No, this question is going to be, why weren't you more yourself? Why weren't you more content in the vineyard I put you in? Why didn't you do the things that I called you to do? Why didn't you participate with my grace and exert your efforts towards the places that I led you to? When you stepped into that river of grace and that current started moving you, why didn't you allow me to take you where I wanted you to go? I think as Christians, and, and this is probably more for those of us who are in the body of Christ than a Sunday morning maybe, but I think as Christians oftentimes we get stuck in our doing because we think we have to make much of ourselves to glorify God and benefit others. When the reality is, he simply wants us to participate in that river of grace, to just flow in it, to exert our efforts to stay in it, not to create the current. The current's there. It's his. Our job is to just stay in the current. And that's what Paul's talking about here. For it's God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So work out your salvation. Why? Because it's God who's at work in you. So I'm just participating. I'm letting it flow out of me. And why is he doing that? Because he's both willing and working for his good pleasure. Think about that. He's in you working for his good pleasure. You become the source, the conduit for his good pleasure to show up in the world by working out your salvation. And so take the concept of work And bring it back to the idea of a farmer rather than a craftsman building something. Take it back to that place of being a farmer who works the land. Any good farmer will tell you that the land is the master in that situation. They participate with what the land naturally wants to do, which is to sprout and grow and give life. Now, what do they do? They make sure that they condition the land to bring its yield to the greatest degree possible. They provide the water. They pull the weeds. They remove the obstacles to what the land naturally wants to do. That's what it means to work out our salvation. The things we do should be things that we do around removing the obstacles that are in us. For God to do what it is he will do because he's working in us and through us for his will and for his good pleasure. So, so I hope that that kind of helps you make sense because I think a lot of times we get stuck in this idea that, 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 yes, grace is opposed to earning, but it's not opposed to effort. And we can kind of equate earning and effort to be the same thing, and the reality is it's not. Our efforts are not us earning grace. Our efforts are our participating with grace. So think about that, that current, that stream, that river. It's flowing. You're steering. Your effort is to steer, to keep you out of the rocks, to keep you from running aground. But it's the current that's doing the work, the work of movement. It's God's grace that's doing the work of movement in your life, moving you towards the image of Christ. Your effort is to steer that, to purpose it, to focus on the location that you need to land on, which Colossians 3 talks about, setting our minds on the things above where Christ is. So your efforts are to set your mind and your heart on Christ. His grace is that current that's moving you closer and closer to Him. And then this wake comes off of you like Psalm 23 talks about, right? Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. I want you to get a picture of goodness and mercy as a wake coming off of you as you move through this river of grace. And that wake comes off and it affects everybody in your path. And so God is glorified when you set your heart and your mind on him, Colossians 3. His river of grace is moving you. Your efforts are to steer towards that place where you've set your mind and your heart. And what comes off of you is this wake of goodness and mercy that benefits others, Psalm 23. So what we have is I participate with God's grace through my efforts to the glory of God and to the benefit of others. It's just that simple. So what do I do? I do the things that allow me to stay in that current of grace and move me towards God's glory and the benefit of others. Couldn't get any easier than that. There's no earning in it. There is effort. I had somebody tell me one time as he began to figure this out, and and he had been a, a person who was an earner. He was striving his entire life to earn. He was trying to overcome some addictions in his life. And he finally figured this out. And he came to see me one day. And he says, you know, man, I'm doing more than I've ever done, but I'm working less. That's what effort to grace looks like. We actually find ourselves doing more, but it's not work. Because it's empowered by the Holy Spirit. We're working less, but we're accomplishing more. So I want you to think about that as you go into your group time. What would it look like in your life for you to say, I'm going to work less so that God can use me to accomplish more. I'm going to get in that river of grace and exert my efforts on staying in it, not trying to paddle against the current to accomplish things that will make me feel or look like this spiritual giant who does so much for the kingdom of God. Give yourself the freedom to say, God, I'm gonna participate with what you're doing because it's you who are work at work in me and you're working in me for your will and your good pleasure. So make much of me or make little of me, but do what you will with me. Let me pray for you before you go into your discussion time. Father, I just thank you that you've created a river of grace that flows through your Holy Spirit to each of us and gives us the opportunity to walk in the things that you are doing, and our job simply becomes to stay in that river. Our efforts are not to paddle against the current or to make great things happen or to do fantastic things that we think bring notice to us and build esteem for us and and build us up as some kind of super Christian, but simply to paddle in the direction that you have us going to steer to not run aground, to not let the world dash us against the rocks, to, to not find ourselves distracted by the shoreline, but simply to stay in that river of grace because our hearts and our minds are set on you, because our desire is to let you work in us and we want that salvation to be worked out of us for your will and your good pleasure so that you're glorified and others are benefited by the wake of goodness and mercy that comes off of our lives. And we're thankful that we can come to you with that desire and have it realized because of your son, Jesus. It's in his name we pray. Amen. Hey, have a great time of discussion in your groups. And, uh, you know, just remember that it's just simply about opening up, being transparent, connecting with each other, and just getting real. So have a great time in your groups. Thanks for watching.